The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involves varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Know the difference. Now, the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. And good morning, Southwest Florida. Here we go on the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. It is Sunday. It's October 24th. And I just want to say it is our 100th show on 92.5 Fox News here in Naples. So good to be here. It's a quick half hour. We'll get right to it. On the way, one mistake you definitely want to avoid when it comes to RMDs. We're going to talk about the gray divorce coming up. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is our chief investment officer. Good morning, Derek. Good morning, Danny. Hey, Dave Spano, president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Good morning to you. Good morning to you and good morning, Southwest Florida. And thank you for allowing us to do 100 of these shows. Certainly a lot of information that flies around through the week. And of course, uh, Washington, D.C. is in hyperactive mode. And we're going to cover a lot of that from tapering to the infrastructure bill to the Virginia gubernatorial race. But I want to start with what's happening with what's called the Fed's Beige Book. And I'm going to pull together why that's important. But that report came out earlier this week. Right. It, it's a it's a report from the various region regional bank presidents of the FOMC, and they basically discuss what they're seeing in their regions from an economic perspective. So, you know, common thoughts were supply chain bottlenecks. We know this uh, persistent inflation, higher labor costs, inability to find workers, which is retarding the recovery to some degree. Uh, so it's a very challenging environment for the Fed because on the one hand, they want to taper, but on the other hand, they don't want to taper too early and 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 basically abort the recovery. Yeah, and everything that you just said, and a lot of times, folks, uh, we don't rehearse this. Uh, this is exactly what came out of the Wall Street Journal report in the review of what happened in this page book, and is the stuff that we thought we were going to see, and why it's important. The reason why I wanted to bring it back up is because Chairman Powell spoke about tapering, and that could happen as recent as next that could happen as soon as next month. Right. The Fed is going to meet on November 2nd and 3rd to set monetary policy. Uh, on the table will be decisions on whether or not to start or, or slow down or taper. Uh, also, they're going to talk a little bit about interest rate hikes potentially. Right now, in fact, the bond market, uh, for the first time, believes interest rates might be hiked at the end of 2022. That's That had not been the case prior. So clearly, the Fed is moving towards a less accommodative stance. The question is how quickly will they do so? All right, so let's review all of that. So the Beige Book comes out. It says what we thought we would say, supply chain disruptions, elevated prices, in inflationary environment, shortage of workers. That then leads to the Federal Reserve and what they could talk about, and they're going to start likely talking about tapering their purchases, which then leads, of course, to interest rate changes. Right now, the 10-year Treasury is at about 1.6%, give or take, when inflation is in the mid-fives, and that is a disconnect. Right. And, and Powell on Friday actually, I think, spooked the market a little bit. He was a little bit more hawkish than he had been recently because what he said on Friday was that elevated inflation readings are now likely to last into next year. That's something that he had not said previously. And the thing about that is uh, we know that Powell is very interested in the labor market, getting back to full employment and the rest, but they don't want inflationary expectations to build because that hurts consumers. And this may very well be a Fed that is more concerned with Main Street than Wall Street. Yep. And for sure. And by the way, 
It's a political loser as well when there's inflationary environments because you think about who really gets hurt by that, and that is, of course, the consumer with higher fuel prices, higher food prices, higher transportation costs, and the like. So that takes money out of the economy, which slows GDP. And by the way, that's exactly what we saw from the Atlanta Fed. Right. And then the other thing that happened on Friday was David Tepper spoke. David Tepper is a very good investor. He owns the Carolina Panthers, which gives you some measure of what kind of wealth he's created. And he believes that there's not really any great asset classes right now, that the market is not a great investment. But as long as interest rates remain too low at 1.6% in his view, it is you can make an argument that stocks should do okay. It kind of reminds me of a lyric from the Grateful Dead that I heard you say the other day. Yeah, it was from Uncle John's band. It said, when life looks like easy street, there is danger at your door. I learned something today. You are a Grateful Dead guy? Oh, I do. I saw, I saw them twice. How about that? All right. If you just joined us, Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Our website is AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Yeah, that's for sure. And so much that goes into that, of course, is how interest rates can change your risk parameters and what you own why you own it, and how much you're paying for it. If this makes any sense to you and you think we can help, please give us a call and we'll walk through a review of your holdings. And that is something that we do for every person that walks through the door. Dave Spano, our president and CEO at Annex Wealth Management. Dave, I don't think I'm sharing any secrets here. We've got a lot of clients who are really concerned about changes in tax policy and what it's going to do for their investment and retirement planning. I was talking to our manager of financial planning today, and he says it is the recurring theme. Our clients want clear and concise guidance from us. We've got those tax planning teams. We've got those estate planning teams. It's time to put those teams on your side. That's for sure. And you know there has been a lot of movement this week in what could be in that reconciliation bill. There's no question the senator from Arizona, Cinema, has certainly moved the goalposts here. Therefore, we're going to talk a lot about that at the end of the show. Please stick around. That's great. Derek Felsky is our chief investment officer. Dave Spano is our president and CEO. We've got him until the uh, bottom of the hour. If you came in late, this show will be on the Annex Wealth Management Spotify channel starting at 9 o'clock this morning. Investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, that's what we do as a complete plan built for you and you alone. And we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. One team, one plan, one fee. Back in a bit on the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary. And we put that in writing. You're listening to the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? You hear the term RMD quite a bit when it comes to financial planning and what Annex Wealth Management does for our clients. We're going to dig a little deeper here. A couple of our team members. First off, hello, Stephanie Emmons, manager of client service team. Hi, Danny. How's your crew? Pretty good. I love them. Lots going on right now. Yeah, lots going on right now. And Randy Winkler, CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management. Welcome. Thanks, Danny. We're going to see how many times we can say RMD during this segment. 
Randy, you can start the game by giving us a definition and remind us who has to take them. Well, an RMD is a required minimum distribution, and everyone age 72 and above needs to take that. That changed a couple years ago. It used to be 70 and a half. And by taking it, I mean you're making a withdrawal from a qualified account, like an IRA or a 401k, paying income taxes on it, and then you can do with what you will with whatever's left over. But it's a big deal. It is, especially if you miss it, because it's a 50% penalty if you do not take your required minimum distribution by the end of the year. Wow, that would hurt. Was it a mulligan or a gimme in 2020, right? They weren't actually required because of what was going on? Right. The CARES Act, um, which came up around right when the pandemic was hitting, it was addressing that, um, waived RMD requirements redundant, uh, waived RMDs in 2020, but uh, they did not do that again in 2021. So refresh our memories. What was it, the SECURE Act or the CARES Act? What was different about 2020 versus 2021? Right. Well, there were two acts that affected RMDs uh, within a few-month period. Uh, The SECURE Act, which was in December of 2019, they changed the required minimum distribution age from 70 and a half to 72. Then a few months later, the CARES Act, which was in response to the pandemic, waived RMDs. So there were no RMDs for 2020. So potentially both were good things. Depending on your situation, yes. Okay, depending on your situation. Okay, let's get to planning because that's what Annex Wealth Management does. When's the best time to take an RMD, Stephanie? Oh, I wish there was a magic answer (laughs) to that. It really is dependent on each client's unique situation and how they're using their required minimum distribution. Some people like to use it for end-of-year Christmas planning or for property taxes. Others like to have it at the beginning of the year so they can begin spending it. Others will work with their planners to incorporate that into their annual income. Maybe they're taking a, a monthly systematic distribution to ultimately satisfy that RMD, and they're using that as part of their monthly income planning. So it does depend on their specific situation, which is one of the great things that we do at is work through that with our clients to determine when is the best time to take it, the best way to take it, whether it's in a lump sum or in smaller increments throughout the year. Do people forget about them? At Annex, we don't let them forget about nice. them. We want to make sure that our clients are taking them because, as Randy mentioned, there is a very hefty, significant penalty if you do miss an RMD, and we do not want any of our clients to be subject to that. So we do reach out multiple times throughout the year. We'll send emails. We'll do phone calls. We'll even talk about it on the radio and in our client axiom to talk about why RMDs are so important and why they must be taken. You don't get a extension for tax deadlines or things like that. It is a hard stop end of the calendar year must be taken. And to pull the trigger, I mean, it doesn't take long, right? But you got to be mindful of making sure it happens when you want. Are there delays with custodians as we get toward the end? Does it pile into the end of the year? It does pile into the end of the year. RMDs are not something that people are thinking of throughout the course of the year if it's not part of their systematic income planning throughout the course of, of general monthly contributions or payments. So if it's one of those things that people have on a checklist of things that I must do before the end of the year, oftentimes they're not reviewing that until we get closer to the holidays. So if there are a lot of people thinking like, oh, I don't need to take this until the holidays, maybe I'll use it for Christmas shopping or for something else or for property taxes, there are millions of other people with that same sentiment. And potentially that could cause a a backlog at the different custodians where your RMD needs to be satisfied from. And keep in mind that people have multiple IRAs and 401ks and 403bs. The RMD can come from each individual account, it can come from all of them, but very often what happens is people forget about that 401k that they didn't roll or that IRA that they managed themselves. 
So um, working with an advisor to help determine exactly what they need so nothing is missed is very important. And one of the nice things about RMDs, too, because you know that you have to take them, is you can pre-schedule it with your advisor. So if someone called us and said we wanted to take it on September 1st and they called us on February 1st to schedule it, we can confirm the appropriate tax withholding and schedule it out to ensure that that distribution happened on the date that our client asked for it. Did you keep track? How many times did we say RMD? I lost track about <laughs> no. eight. So I, was... <laughs> I think we're around 15 or 20, to be honest. I, I made it to about eight or nine as well. <laughs> Stephanie Emmons, manager of the client service team. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Danny. Randy Winkler, CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you. Oh, happy to be here. Hey, we're going to be right back Sunday. It's October 24th. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. I'm Dave Spano, president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. We've worked hard to build an in-house team of experts and specialists, such as lawyers, CPAs, CFPs, and even PhDs, who work to deliver a customized financial plan for you. Planning with Annex starts by considering your ideas. Then we create a blueprint that includes not just your investment plan, but also your tax and estate plans. 2021 is slipping away and you've seen headlines about inflation and potential tax changes. If you haven't reviewed your investment and retirement plan or considered the impact of new taxes, it's time. And if your planning should start now, get started on creating or getting a second set of eyes on your plan with the team at Annex Wealth Management. Go to AnnexWealth.com, set your own appointment, and a member of the Annex team can talk to you about where you are and how we can help. Know the difference. One team, one plan, one fee. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. Money talk is straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference? Deanne Phillips is part of the team at Annex. She is Director of Client Learning and Development. She's a CFP, CDFA. That's a Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. And welcome back. Thank you. Hi, Danny. This is a conversation about what's called the gray divorce. And how do you define that, Deanne? Well, that actually means when you split up or divorce after the age of 50. They call it gray for whatever reason, but as we both know, there are a few things more devastating than divorce, both emotionally and financially, unfortunately. But when it happens to older people, there is potentially more of an impact on your retirement. In fact, divorce rates for people over 50 has more than doubled since 1990. And you mm-hmm. said it's harrowing. It's it's messy. So if you get divorced after 50, you expect your wealth to drop by 50%. Now, that's not a surprise. And it's more complex than that. It is. Uh, the economic impact can be really tough, especially if a couple is unaware of their financial picture and wh- what it'll look like after their assets are split. And, you know, sometimes, Danny, people are unaware of what their financial assets look like before they split too or while they're a happily married couple. But income after divorce needs to be addressed as well. This is all about the financial planning aspect. Now, perhaps the couple was counting on both Social Security payments, for example, to run one household. Now they might be looking at two checks running two households and each person receives only one payment to run their own household. That can definitely leave a threat to standard of living as well. So researchers have found that a divorced woman who's over the age of 50 could actually see a standard of living drop by 45%. And that's actually double the decline for younger divorced women. 
Now, people get divorced for a zillion different reasons. Right. I, I did see that one of the reasons couple divorce is what happens in retirement. Yeah, they hit retirement and they find incompatibility and they find conflict. We really do encourage people to kind of walk through that discussion of expectations in retirement. Well, right, because if you think about it, a lot of households have both people in the married couple working. So really think about how much time you spend with your work family as opposed to your own family. We try to spend, you know, as much time as we can with our the family we choose, but we spend so much time at work that all of a sudden when they retire, they find themselves spending so much time together and they have to find this new compatibility because they really are different human beings. We, we've aged and we've got this experience and now it's all the time to hit all those hobbies and bucket lists and it's really important you have an open, honest discussion with your significant other and share your hopes and desires and dreams because we could be living a lot longer, hopefully, in retirement. That's right. We're talking about the gray divorce with Deanne Phillips. That's for people over 50 and it happens more and more Deanne, once the dust is settled, or maybe it's still settling, anybody who's going through or gone through a divorce needs a solid financial plan. You said that earlier, but even more so for the gray divorces. That's very true. And that's, again, because of the, the income hit as well as the cut in assets to draw from in retirement. But there are several things to look at. And, you know, this is true of any... Um, trauma that might happen to your financial plan, just understanding your financial plan and, and the vision, the cash flowing that happens, what your needs are, the budget. You know, if there's still a child in a household, obviously that budget has greater demands and your tax rate's going to change. So the effective time and date of the year of divorce is the date it's finalized. So for example, even if it's December 30th, you're divorced for that entire year. So you need to work with, you know, your planner and your accountant on your tax rate change. You know, catch up contributions in your 401k or 503b. If you're over the age of 50, you can actually put more away for your retirement. So it's important to look and say, what can I do to get more put away now for my future, which maybe closer to retirement than you were, you know, when you first got married. There's an impact on Social Security, which we covered. You need to redo that estate plan. You need to think about health insurance, how you're going to be covered. Daniel, a lot of times people come to us and their first question is, when can I retire? That answer might change. These are all financial planning questions that a planner can help you with. So, Deanne, you're a CDFA. That's a Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. What have you learned over the years as far as the steps to take? By the time people are working their way through the divorce, they're realizing they're going to have to split their assets. And this is really where a financial planner can really help you. And as a CDFA, what I do is focus on the after impact. I mean, I, I know how to split that pension, what the tax consequences are, that kind of thing. So it goes a little bit more in depth of splitting assets. We work with attorneys through and then after the process too. What we don't want are people to be surprised to the downside when they take a look at the leftover income, leftover assets, and then they just don't have questions answered like, when can I retire? So engaging a financial planner toward the beginning of that process, like after you've been served, is really important. Talking about the gray divorce, Deanne Phillips, part of the team at Annex Wealth Management. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having me. We'll be back. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Here's an understatement. The last 12 months have been a roller coaster, right? Because of the pandemic, most Americans have increased their focus on investment and retirement planning. 
But what if you haven't taken that all-important first step? Annex Wealth Management can help. We'll create a solid plan for you that includes investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning. It's time to take us up on that free portfolio review. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Know the difference with a fee-only fiduciary. That's Annex Wealth Management. Need help? Head to AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button. Now back to the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're back, 92.5 Fox News with the Annex Wealth Management Show. Sunday, October 24th, our 100th show on the radio station. And again, this show is going to be on the Annex Wealth Management Spotify channel starting at 9 a.m. this morning. Webinars got a couple coming up in November. Women in Wealth, Passion Assets, that happens at 5 o'clock on November 9th investigating moving in retirement really popular we just did a webinar with this and we had over 50 people attend that was a really good one and we're going to do it again november 10th at four o'clock Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano is the President and CEO. Thank you, Danny. You know, we set up the first segment talking about everything that's happening in the economic world, but we really kind of stepped around what's happening in Washington, D.C., and it certainly turned into a circus, and there's so much to talk about, everything from tapering to the Fed chair, and we'll get to the bills that are before Congress at the moment. But tapering looks like it's going to happen. At least that's the indication we got after the Federal Reserve Chair spoke this week. It seems like what we're going to see is probably a reduction of $15 billion per month in asset purchases. So basically, instead of purchasing $80 billion of treasuries and $40 billion of, of mortgage backs over the course of the, every month, that number will go down to 70 and 35 and take about eight months to wind down to zero. Uh, but what I said over and over again, and I can't emphasize this enough, tapering is not tightening. That is not hiking the Fed funds rate. It is showing a move to, of the Fed towards less accommodation, but it still is extremely accommodating. You know, we always talk about you know, who controls the interest rate curve, and of course, the Fed can control, as you said, the short end. The market really controls the longer end, and here we are at 1.65 closing on Friday on the 10-year Treasury. That begins to move its way up, and of course, Mr. Market has a lot to say about interest rates. Absolutely. Uh, we, we were listening to a, a famous bond manager on Friday, and what he talked about was the Fed's balance sheet and how that that has mirrored the growth of the S&P 500 since the financial crisis. So as long as we know the Fed's balance sheet is increasing, you have to feel reasonably comfortable owning stocks because they are, in our view, more attractive than fixed income. And that's important for an asset allocation perspective. And, you know, money supply, and I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, Danny, but money supply is really the velocity of the dollar. And a lot of money has been put into the economy over the last 18 months. And by most estimates, 35 percent increase in the total amount of currency that's been put into the economy and that has to go somewhere and i guess david tepper was suggesting you know does it go into equities it could go into money markets and stay there so we're certainly watching that a lot of liquidity which leads us to the next part of the conversation more liquidity and more money being spent through infrastructure and reconciliation at least that's the way it looks up until this morning all right. Um, you know, as it as it stands now, it looks like they're going to have a watered down compromise. The, the president would like to have this bill signed by November 1st because there's an election in Virginia that the Democrats view is very important. Seems highly unlikely. Right. I mean, the, the Democrat is currently leading in the polls, but it would suggest to moderate Democrats that they better uh, walk it back a little bit on that stimulus bill if the Democrat were to lose. So that's an important uh, key point. And by but, the way, as of this morning, that's a toss up race. So I don't want to interrupt your thought, but just wanted to say that. 
that race has certainly tightened up. Right, and his popularity is way down. I think it was 41% the last time I saw, which is about the numbers that we saw President Trump have before he lost the most recent election. So there's a lot of uh, political angst going on, and people with Bernie Sanders and Manchin having arguments. Manchin said he would be okay with zero. Yeah, he ra- he raised his hand as a big zero and gave him a donut. He said to Sanders, if this continues, you get nothing. So that that's certainly interesting. But what we're looking at right now, and again, this is guessing because we don't know what's happening in these closed-door environments. But now the corporate tax, which had been first talked about at 28%, pared down to 25 or 26 The number being thrown around is 23.5% on a corporate tax. The reason why we bring this up is not because everybody who listens to the show is a C-Corp or a publicly traded company, but you may own stocks, and that could affect earnings. It would, but it certainly wouldn't have the impact we would have seen if the rate had been raised to 28. We figured that would result in a 10% decline in S&P earnings, making a market that's above, that's fairly rich, even more more expensive, uh, which would have been a potential headwind. Uh, so that's a good result, at least for U.S. companies. And what they have to do now is they have to score this bill. In other words, what does it look like? And there's this thing called dynamic scoring. Is if these tax increases go into place, how much revenue gets picked up? And that's what we're going to have to continue to watch. And we are. We have our finger on the pulse. We continue to watch that because it has an effect on your portfolio, on your tax plan, and on your estate plan. And that is exactly what a full-scale wealth management firm does. I'll tell you this, folks. There's nothing wrong with getting another opinion on your investment and retirement planning. We want you to find out how Annex Wealth Management matches up with whoever you're working with now, and especially if you're a little frustrated with maybe a lack of communication or like a steady stream of commission charges. We work as a fee-only fiduciary. Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. That's what we do at Annex Wealth Management. Thanks for listening. See you in a week on the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. 